Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I encourage every citizen watching this to look into your own heart and find the American courage that conquers all evil. I implore you to listen to this message and stand up, take back your streets, take back your country. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B-I-G! Hi, Omar. Kevin and me Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Do I look like your mama? Do I look like the one who held your head in the bathtub till all the brain cells disappeared? I ain't your mama. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? <laughs> Say you'll never ever leave from beside me. Because I want you, and I need you, and I'm down for you always. And now, keep those likes and comments coming home, home. Daddy likey comments. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Wednesday, the 8th of August. What, uh... Oh, dear. What happened? No. <laughs> Bean, no. That's not possible. It's not. It is impossible. It's not possible. Somebody put me down. That's just not possible. Somebody just... There's no possible way that that's still going on. It's been 52 hours. That's on you, dude. That's what I'm saying. I've tried everything. Mm. Really? You hire an electrician to come out? Well, no, I haven't done that. Not everything. I've tried everything that I know how to do. Um, I do want to apologize to Kevin and Bean podcast listener Elizabeth, who enjoys the show from Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And apparently she was listening to the podcast while she was getting ready for work yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, or maybe, yeah, in the afternoon, I guess, after the podcast they posted. And her little dog, Penelope, apparently is terrified mm. of chirping smoke detectors and really like upset her whole day. By that sound, that sound being on the podcast. Oh, I thought she was going to be late for something because she started looking for it in her house. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> like awesome. Half paying attention. That would have been awesome. Where's that um, coming from? I, I think you're right, guys. I think I'm going to have to call somebody out. But let me ask just one more question because I really don't want to get bogged down in this again today. But that is, um, and forgive me for being so dumb here. Can I just take it down off the wall and install a new smoke detector myself? Is that an easy thing to do? Or is it something more complicated that I do need professional help to attach wires and whatnot? Call someone. Yeah. I feel like a guy that can't get his to stop chirping shouldn't be installing new ones. Unless it's not my fault at all. And it's right. just mm-hmm. it, it's just its way of telling me that it's bad, that it's been there for 10 years and it's just worn out. And Very it's possible. Place. Call you someone. You do have to replace them at some point. Right. Okay, so make a call. Yeah. Yeah, I think today's the day. You guys. Okay, I, good. I don't know who to call, but I'll find some Electricians. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> do we need to walk them through this? Do hey, we need to send someone there? <laughs> how do I How do I use a phone? What, what the? The? Do I have to hit numbers? <laughs> where do I find to... a phone book? Call somebody? <laughs> yeah, where are the phone books? 
All right. Um, Don't you have slave labor in uh, Marty anymore? Well, he's in Seattle. Oh, all right. Yeah. And I'm Put not. him on a plane, dude. Fly it him out here. It's been cost 52 you less hours. At this point. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it is. I mean, did you call him? No. It is torture, you guys. Yeah, well, it's not. You're not fun. doing. You're not doing anything that you should be doing. I, yeah. No, I am. I try. You didn't I, call anyone that knows. No, but I did give you the long list of things that I did try. And yesterday, right. per our discussion, I did go out and I did get the can of compressed air and went mm-hmm. and took it down off the wall and blew it all out, trying to you know in case it was just a dust thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was so optimistic when I put it back on the wall. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be sweet, sweet silence. And then one second later, and I was like, cursing God. Yeah. Well, it's not God. Well, I don't think it's God. It. He could stop it if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Here's uh, here's an interesting story. I, I want to believe it's true. It's from GloucesterLive.uk. Sure. sure. Um, a couple is seeking a unique videographer to film their wedding night. Mm. So here's a couple, unnamed in the article, that they have been engaged for a couple of years. They got engaged to Christmas of 2016, so almost two years. And they're planning a wedding next month in September. And they have had a lot of discussions about how they want to commemorate the day, including a videographer for highlights of the wedding day. But they also want somebody to film the wedding night. And they are having difficulty lining somebody up to do that. Does What's what are we playing now? Nothing. There's a lot of that going on these yeah. days since beer mug has been in here. Sure is. Um, so th- that's the one one of the things they haven't sorted for their wedding. They go on to explain that they want to film their wedding night so they don't forget any special moments. They talked to the person they had hired to film the wedding day and said, "Hey, could we pay a little extra for you to work the night shift?" And he did not feel comfortable with the idea. So they have posted online, there's a site called Bark.com that may be some sort of, I don't know, some sort of uh, work website or something like that where you hire people. To and bark so like f- a dog? So, so, <laughs> so far, they haven't been able to find, no one has stepped forward saying that they will do it. They're offering 2,000 pounds, by the way, for a couple hours work. They say they expect you will be needed between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. on their wedding night. Oh, that's being nice. <laughs> it is. 1 a.m. to 104 a.m. Right. <laughs> and, and by the way, don't you hear from most people who get married that by time that day is over, you collapse? You're exhausted, and most likely that open bar hit, you're not. Boop. It's going to be a nice two hours of sleeping. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Are you guys surprised that they are having trouble finding somebody to film this? I assume most people that see it don't believe it. Think it's some kind of scam or something. That would be my assumption. Too good to be true. Yeah. If you think you can do this, please let us know. I know it's an odd request, but it's something that we are keen on. And the request is still out there for somebody to do it. And uh, by the way, I've never, I mean, look, I guess I wouldn't know because it would be a a private thing within the couple. But I don't think I've ever heard of this sort of story before where somebody wants to, you know, keep keep the camera rolling long after the, the reception is over. Yeah, that's kind of odd. That's why I think people probably won't buy it. They just won't think it, won't think it's true. I huh? think yeah. it's just too, yeah. And they and they also do say by the way that they want to make sure whoever they hire understands that it is a, you know, personal use video only. Mm-hmm. And they want to make sure that, you know, they can trust the person that somehow it's not going to get out or whatever. All right, so. this this is rude. But mm. uh, do they include their picture in the story? Um it's, a, it's not. I know it's rude, but listen, 
I'm not going mean, to film you if you're if you're making me hurl. If I'm throwing <laughs> up in my mouth watching you two do it, yeah, I'm not. Uh, Just that, close your eyes and act like you're doing it. That maybe. I mean, act like you're filming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you heard the story correctly. <laughs> that may be a factor. I don't know how how much anonymity they're going for. They're mm-hmm. not named or shown in this news report. Okay. But I don't. I mean, I don't know if they would put. I mean, I imagine this is the type of thing they w- would want to keep private, but uh, who knows? Anyone who hears about this could certainly narrow it down to the date and location of their wedding. Yeah, I'm showing so up it, to every church. So be check them out. But that's a really good point is people go, oh, this sounds really good. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Yeah. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Charge maybe extra. It's not that they're having trouble finding labor. It's that you're just too ugly. <laughs> right. I, I, think, yeah. I think you cracked it, Allie. Thank you. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Beach show, shall we? Oh, it's okay. We're all men. There's no need to be shy here. Making it. You can watch people decoupage. Yeah, oh, you sure can. On it TV. Is a goddamn delight. It's the opposite of what she just it said. Is perfect. I hear it. Uh, it is a sensation that hmm. is sweeping the nation. Hmm. Uh, comedian Brad Williams. Yeah, I'm throwing out the first pitch at uh, Angel Stadium. Unbelievable. He- do we know what happened? Yeah. I've oh, yeah. seen oh, video. Don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't. I yeah, he heard. Oh, you're not on Instagram. Okay, yeah. Ah. Yeah, let's not tell him. Mm-mm. I'm very excited. All I know right. it was a tremendous win for the Angels, I'll tell you that. Um, we have was a, it also a win for Brad? <laughs> we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, a uh, scientific survey on the program today where we need your help. Uh, remember the uh, calls that we played from listener now? I think we know her name is Rena. 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 Yesterday? In Florida, yes. Where she was looking for Allie's... Advice? Oh, mm-hmm. the guy that was still in her bed after yes. hours. Believe that yes. we have her lined up to talk to you today. Oh, God. I'm excited <laughs> to meet her. That's going to be a lot of fun. And Devin Lerat, Lerat. He is a, uh, he's an arm wrestling league champ. Sure. Two-time champ. Two-time champ. Did you see the video of him easily destroying the mountain from Game of Thrones in arm wrestling? Is that the one where he was yelling, I'm too strong! I don't think one. so. Oh. <laughs> He's the yelling mountain, out right in the other guy's face. The mountain outweighs him by almost 200 pounds, and yeah. he still absolutely handled him. It, that's why it's crazy what Mug's been talking about. Yeah. He's smack Stop. talking. Very ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, Doto, the international man of mystery. Yes. Very excited about that coming up this morning as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. I don't, uh, I don't want everybody to get too excited, but today is the Ocho on ESPN2. Sweet. And, I, and I'm watching the uh, cup stacking championships right now, <laughs> which is a bunch of like 12-year-olds who are, who can really stack those cups super, super fast. Right. But at the end, what they have on the table is cups that are stacked. Mm. That's the Should that's be the an outcome. Olympic sport. Well, I don't know. They're real good at it, though. Right. I will tell you that. It's, it's hard for me to put my head in a space where that's how you spend your time is figuring out how to be really, really fast at stacking cups. But having said that, it's pretty impressive. I mean, so... That's that's what's up first on the Ocho today, in case you uh, in case you were wondering. Hey, Allie, how are you? I'm good. Weren't we thinking of taking today off so we could watch the Ocho twenty four seven? We didn't want to miss a minute, that. right? What was what's wrong with us? What happened? I mean, it's not too late. We're not on the air yet. All right, that's true. Show doesn't so, start till six. Right. Let's go. Well, I I urge you to get on your phones immediately after this and set your home DVR to record all day because you're not going to want to miss an exciting minute. You can sell it, Bean. That was good. I like it. 
We were talking yesterday about being sick as a rock star, missing your shows, or trying to perform up there. Talking about Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons, had no voice, and the audience was singing for him. He was telling stories about the songs in between. Well, I think it's probably best that Pink keeps postponing shows in Sydney until she gets well. Because mm-hmm. she has uh, a gastric virus. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, some tummy issues, mm. I believe. Here's why. If you haven't seen Pink's new tour, she literally flies around the stadium above you, connected to wires. Mm-hmm. She's doing flips as she's singing. She. Uh, that would be the best thing that, that would ever. Be the worst thing happened. to ever happen. That would be the and also the best thing that ever happened. Because if you weren't that one of the people there, yeah, the best thing that ever happened. I'm just saying, if you get a chance to ever Google her tour, right, watch what she's doing because it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen before. It's okay, Cirque du Soleil, right? In the air, it is sort of Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Literally flying around. When I say flying around the stadium, this isn't on the stage. She's doing cool stuff. She is flying towards the people in the back with the worst seats, mm-hmm. up in their face, waving hello, right? Maybe spraying something. <laughs> Is all I'm saying. Take as much time as you need, Pink, if you could. That's <laughs> all I'm saying, you guys. Do you think she'll she'll get this message? Probably not. No, because she's in Sydney. And Plus, she doesn't care what we think, I probably assume. Probably that as right. well. But just take your time, girl. Right. Get well. Or Absolutely. don't. Get right back to work. No, don't do that. <laughs> Kevin wants that video. Yep. No one else does. No, please. So this big concert happening in Central Park on September 29th. It is the Global Citizen Concert. It's intended to promote activism, improving health, education, social justice, and the environment around the world. They've got some pretty good headliners. Janet Jackson, The Weeknd, Shawn Mendes, Cardi B, and Janelle Monet. That's not bad for a free show. Did yeah, I no. mention it's a free show? You did. Wow. Yes. Hosted by Hugh Jackman and his wife, Deborah Lee Furness. They're going to host the seventh annual event, expecting to draw more than 60,000 people out there to Central Park. End of September, it should be down to just below 100 degrees by then. At this point, man, they are getting nailed yeah. on the East Coast with heat and humidity and just more so than usual. Yeah. It's not real cute. Not real cute at all. So Tom Hardy did an interview. It's going to be the September issue of Esquire, both in the UK and the US, where he's hinting at retirement since turning 40. I'm sorry? Tom Hardy, I need you to stay on my screens forever, pretty much. But you just turned 40. It sounds like he's going through a little... I'm not going to say a, a crisis, but he's definitely thinking about some things. Here's mm-hmm. here's his quote. You've summited Everest. It's a miracle that you made it anywhere near the effing mountain, let alone climbed it. Do you want to go all the way back and do it again? Or do you want to get off the mountain and go find an effing beach? What is it that draws you to the craft? I can just about walk. I can't hold a walk. I can't see too far and I can't hear too good. Look, he's a he's a fine actor, mm-hmm. but what has he done that he is comparing to climbing Everest? Ah, uh, Peaky Blinders. So that's it. He feels like he'll never be in anything that good again. So I, why bother? I did uh, think to myself, what exactly would be his Everest? Yeah, I mean, I would I, assume I it would be becoming a movie star, which is 
one in a billion chance of sure. you're actually making it. I would think that sure. could be compared to Mount Everest. Okay. I would think so. Do you think every role then is reclimbing Everest? I wouldn't think so, no. No. I would think maybe he would have a little head start on every other thing. Yeah. Not only that, maybe even a, a, a ride up there. Sure. <laughs> you know? And somebody sure. else doing doing much of the work. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. But he also said there's no profession tougher in the world than that of raising children. And he's just lamenting hitting middle age in the interview. What's up with you dudes in 40? Yeah. That's when we as ladies come alive. <laughs> I do think there is a point for a lot of people where you realize there are more years behind you than ahead of you sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. And it is it does cause you to take stock of how much time do I have left and how do I want to spend that time. Here's, I feel like 40 is a little young for that. It, it feels young, like it, yeah. but then you think about Hollywood and 40 for a man, let's be honest, is 25 for a woman right. in Hollywood. Right. So maybe he just sees it inching closer. Yeah. But, or maybe he's just like really tired right now. <laughs> He's tired he just and he's needs like, a nap. I have to do this interview, but I'm tired. Just a nap. Here's what I'll say, and then they'll <laughs> leave, and now everyone's talking about it. But Tom Hardy, I mean, Venom's coming out, right? Yeah. We've yeah. got Venom. Can't wait. He could possibly, if all things go as I plan, be the next James Bond. He's oh. got a lot of years ahead of him. I can see that, yeah. I wasn't aware you were you were pulling those strings. Good. Oh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm in talks. Now okay. that they know I, I watch Bond films. Mm-hmm. I'm up to two. Well, you've, two. you've seen two of them, so yep. they should certainly come to you for where the franchise goes next. Correct. I saw them within a week of each other, so I'm on a roll. Right. So they know I'm serious. Hey, you want some birthdays, you guys? Sure. Two phenomenal, phenomenal musicians. One, the guitarist for you 2 The Edge. Happy birthday to you. The other, the singer for Creed. Happy birthday, Scott Stapp. I'm sorry. I'm Did sorry? you say... Mm-hmm. Was he one of the two phenomenal? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I meant to say uh, Drew Lachey from 98 Degrees. Okay. Right. And then J.C. Chazé from InSync. Okay, so that, okay. Sean Mendez, he's a singer. The mm-hmm. kids love love Sean. Roger Federer, tennis mm-hmm. player. And Robin Quivers from the Howard Stern Show. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I need some babe. Kevin and Bean, this one thing I forgot to tell you, Kevin and Bean. I need a woman. Woo! I need a woman. I was in Vietnam. I definitely need a Korean woman. My my first memory is I just love the buffets in Las Vegas. I love the flan. It, t- it has a lot of sugar. Life's a, life's a box, box of chocolate bean. Did you get her phone number? Yeah. Have you called it? Yeah, I called and she changed her number. How about that? <laughs> Why'd you tuck away some knives in a behind an air conditioner vent in a no, nondescript no, no, bag? No, no, seriously. That's not mine, man. I drank your milkshake. Well, I, I, well, I, I don't. No, for, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Why? Not being, this is America. Woo! And now the further adventures of Dota, international man of mystery, man. Yeah. This is a uh, this is a rare appearance on the program where we didn't seek out Doto. We were told by our producer Dave, the King of Mexico, that Doto needs a word with you guys, and we said, all right, if there's anything we can do to help the international man of mystery, we are here for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need your help, Kevin Bean. How uh, are you, Doe? Good morning. Good morning, Doe. Good. Hey, you're going to want to hear this on October 5th. I'm okay, hold, hold on, Doe. We're just, these are pleasantries. It's okay to say hello and find out how hello, each Bean, party is going? doing. It's called small talk. <laughs> did you yeah. did you say hello to Allie yet, Doe? Oh, hey, Allie. How are you doing? Hey, Doto. I'm doing good. Thanks. Hey, I need your guys' advice, man. On October, uh, uh, October 15th, 5th, yes. 15th, 15th, I'm going to Bangkok for two weeks then. then, then Bangkok, Oriental City? 
No, yeah, no, Bang Thailand. Then, then on wow. October 29th, I'm, I guess on the way back to the U.S., I'm, I'm stopping over in Shanghai for a week to see that girl because. Oh, you're still because, seeing the girl you know, from Shanghai. You know why? Because I two months ago, because over, the, oh, because I guess over on WeChat, I was talking to her about marriage, and she asked her, "Do you want a big marriage, a small marriage?" She, she told me that she probably want a maybe a meet, um, small to mid-sized marriage. You, you, you guys are definitely invited, Kevin. To be. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, nice. okay. Where's slow, it going to be? Slow down, Doe. Slow down, Doe. Are you, you talking invited, about a, Are you talking about a big wedding or a big marriage? Uh, pretty much a pretty much a wedding. Mm. A wedding. Okay. Why are you guys talking about getting married, Doe? You haven't even met her. Yeah, that's why I'm going to go there to meet her and see how things go. Then I'm going to make up my decision, Kevin Bean. And you're on so, a timer. You're on a clock. <laughs> uh, be, yeah, yeah. Be, because cannot because since well, I've been communicating with this lady for about four months. So if I've been communicating, evidently, I'm sure there's chemistry or connection. If there wasn't any chemistry connection, it wouldn't go that far, right, Kevin Bean? Uh, I would yeah. think that's true. I really, I think that is true. I think if they mm-hmm. have been in constant touch for four months online, I think that counts as a relationship. I just wouldn't yeah, but, extrapolate but, but, it to the point where we need to get married yet. Have you guys done video no, chat? Yeah, but the, yeah, but that's but but I, I know there's a pretty good in, good indicator it could work, but I can't be absolutely sure until I meet her in, uh, in person. Kevin. Correct. What yeah. about Kevin's question about video chat? Have you done that? Uh, yeah, I, I did talk to her on Facetime. You did. Okay. okay. So she knows what you look like. She knows what I look like. And you know what she looks like. Yeah, but here's the problem, Kevin. I mean, she's not five eight, uh, five nine. She's five four in terms of height. Ooh. Oh, right. I think you can get past that. Yeah, don't tell. It seems like that's kind of a superficial thing, don't you think? Five eight, five what nine. You mean, you've Kevin? Al- well, you've always said you want your woman five eight, five nine. But it seems like if she's right in every other way, uh, maybe bump it down to five four. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so what, what, what you're saying, Kevin, and being is sometimes it's best to be a little bit more flexible to lower yes, your standards. Yes, yes. Yeah. It, and yeah, it's not lowering your standards. It's, it's yeah, not because, lowering yeah, your standards you know, at all. It's, how how you, come I know a lot of Asian girls, like Taiwanese or Hong Kong girls, a lot of them cannot find a man in their mid thirties and forties because a lot of them have too high expectation and they're not lowering the standards. Hmm. And, and 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 they they realize that they need. They need to be a little bit flexible. You, you know me, like Kevin Bean. Yeah, maybe sure. don't don't call it lowering your standards. <laughs> maybe just being. I think flexible is a good word. More open minded. More open minded. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I think that's good, Alex. Yeah. Do, okay. Doto, here's what I'm going to tell you that that you may be surprised by, is sometimes the person that you were meant to be with is not at all the person you were looking for. What do you mean? What do you mean, Bean? Right deep. What Ooh. do you mean, Bean? What I mean is you you have an idea of what you think you want, and then you meet somebody. You hear this all the time, though. Somebody says, he was totally not my type, or she wasn't what I was looking for, and then you realize you're perfect together. you got to keep your blinders off is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what? It, it, you know, because the other day I was just talking to my friend Jason, Dr. Jason Han, about this. He told me that, you know, it's best to keep an open mind. Don't be too narrow-minded. Right. Yes, he's absolutely That's right. right. Yeah, but, but he, he told me one of the problems in relationship why a, lo- a lot of these people, uh, people having problems with finding people is because they're not flex. They're not willing to be flexible. They're willing to be in their own little circles. We should Absolutely. have given you that advice. That's what we've said many times. All right, so Doe, let's talk about October again. So you're going to be over there. How much time are you planning to spend with your young lady? Yeah, because she told. Here's the problem. She told me that that, that if I can commit to a week, that would be fine, Kevin Bean. So, a week. so she okay. can take a few, few 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 days off. But but here's the problem. On days if she's not working, 
what the heck am I going to be doing, Kevin? Be just staying in a hotel? What, what, what am I going to do, be doing, Kevin? Well, you're why don't you be do some... Uh, you're going to be in Shanghai, yeah, one the big, little... literally one of the biggest cities in yeah, the yeah. world. You're not going to have any trouble finding things to do. Yeah, but... but just well, leave the hotel and walk around? <laughs> see what's there? Bean, why, don't you, why don't you come to Shanghai, Bean? Yeah, Bean, yeah, why don't Bean. you go, Bean? Because I don't want to get a great between, idea. between the lovebirds. But, no, there are 25 million people in Shanghai. It's a big city. You're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I'll be going to the mall and sightseeing, and just pretty much going to the buffets, right, Kevin? Abin? Right, the buffets. Yes, going to the buffets. for the flan. Now, so, do you have to make up your mind in that week whether or not to get married? Because it sort of sounded like that's what you were going for. Uh, because I, I was talking to her, and she, she she told me that I asked her, "Do I have to make up my mind my mind right away?" Right she told me usually after one or two two visits, she told me it doesn't have to be right away, but she told me that the first meeting would be a start. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how will let's say it goes great and you are very deeply in love and decide to marry? Do you yeah. plan to move to Asia or will she move no, to the United States? She told me she's she's gonna she's gonna move away. She told me that uh, she told me that her, her aunt is an immigration attorney, so her aunt can help her with this. Oh, I see. So she's gonna come to the United States. Yeah. You don't think that's why she's interested in marrying you, How do you, Joe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bean, that's what. Come on, Bean. Let me explain this because I'm I'm going to assume that maybe she wants to use it for citizenship because everybody has an agenda, right, Kevin? Sure. Bean, yeah. It, it, because I thought a marriage is like a business. It's almost like a business partner. So because I'm sure that that could be part of the reason, but I can't be absolutely sure. But at least just you know, you, you know, just 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 be alert and just keep my mind open. But you know? maybe you're fine with that. Uh. Right. Uh, I, or maybe, no. maybe not, right? Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Doto, I am seeing serious growth from you. You so. sound like you're really you're really thinking things through. You're thinking of different alternatives. I think this is great. Well, uh, thanks. Hey, hey Ali, so in terms of marriage, do you think it's best that I may probably talk to an Im- talk to an Im- Im- an immigration attorney about this? Like could they be using you for citizenship and if Absolutely. If that's the case, then, then what are we, what are the ways to go about it? Well, if if she's using you for citizenship, I think you um, that's something you have to keep kind of on the front burner the whole time, thinking or, about that. May I make a suggestion? If you do yes. talk to an immigration attorney, make sure yeah. it's not her aunt. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, because, because <laughs> I, I, I do I, I I do have legal service like like, mm-hmm. and, and I do and and I have and I do talk to. Attorney, sometimes I'll, okay. I'll get to You okay. have legal so I, service. Yeah, talk to someone you know. Definitely right. yeah, not know. a family member of hers. All right, I, I, I got we're, it. Yeah. We're almost out of time here, Doe, but I, I don't want you to take your time on this. Yeah. There's yeah, no rush at all. Look, you can be engaged for three years before you get married. There's absolutely no rush into yeah, this, yeah. okay? Hey, Bean, do you mind if I see other girls besides her, Bean? No, no, that's, a, that's I advice. I think you should. I think you should <laughs> keep your options open until you know that she's the one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As so, many as possible. So you're leaving October 15th, then? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, All I'm, right, well... I'm, I'm, I'm not going straight to Shanghai. I'm going, I'm going to Southeast Asia, Bangkok. Then, right. uh, then on the way back, I'm going to stop by Shanghai. What the heck, right, Bean? It's, it's only a a week, right? It's only a week. What the heck? What the heck? That's what I always say. Right. Agreed. Okay, Doe. Well, listen, I think I agree with Allie. I think you're going into this with your eyes open, and you're not going to make yeah. any, any serious mistakes. Just be real careful and yes, keep sir. in touch and let us know how it's going, okay? I mean, you, you, you and Kevin and Mike Cade should be coming to Shanghai, man, and ask Dr. Jude to come along. 
<laughs> we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Jojo, International Man of Mystery, man. Yeah. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. I think we need some sort of a referee or something. Ah, we're because good. Because this new NBC series, Making It, Ali wants a 24 hour a day channel with nothing but making it on it, and Kevin thinks NBC should lose their FCC license <laughs> as a result of putting it on the air. Come on. So, Omar, maybe you could uh, maybe you could mediate in between since you've seen really? the show Omar's as well. the mediator? Yes. Right. I, I I'll be the voice somebody. of reason. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. He's on my side. <laughs> so, for folks who haven't heard, Making It is a new show on NBC that's all about crafts. People who make crafts, right? Yeah, craps. No, crafts. Uh, oh, sorry. My bad. Um, so, so, it's people, it's grown-ups who, you know, cut, cut things out of felt and make, you know... <laughs> Dolls or something, right? That's exactly That's what, what it, it is. is. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And then they make turtle shells out of wood. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? It's it's pointless. It's it's there is no point to this. All the people are on there are dumb. Amy Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman are are the only saving grace to this show because their chemistry is undeniable. They're good together, right? They are, yeah. Um, but I can't believe this is on network TV. This should be on like uh, TLC or or something like this. And everything. Is there a Home and Garden channel? Something like that. Yeah. And uh, is there a decoupage channel? <laughs> that's what we, we, <laughs> this needs to be on there. And but um, Ali, hold on a sec, though, before you go on. Yeah. Didn't you watch the show and feel really good about it? I'll I'll tell you why Omar is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> there's, many, there's many reasons. One here's, of the reasons. Here's the thing about this show. If you ever watch. The Great British Bake Off, which is which amazing, is a by the way, huge hit. I'm a huge fan. Over overseas <laughs> as well as here. Here's here's the thing about that show. Uh huh. It makes people feel good. You don't have to be a baker to watch that. Okay, show. Okay, does this make you feel good? I already feel inspired, Nick. Hand me that the wooden thing over there with the metal thing on top of it. You mean the hammer? Hammer. That's what it's called. I'm learning so much already. Welcome to making it. It's so wacky. Here's, here's she didn't thing. know what a hammer was, guys. Here's the thing. They are establishing that Nick Offerman is this master woodsman. Which he is. Woodmaker. He knows so much about crafting and wood and all these different things. Mm-hmm. She is basically playing the part of people watching it that don't know about how but here's also uh, here's the thing on the show is that they don't teach you how to do anything because they're just they... watching these these amazing people do this amazing thing but on the level of amazing this is like minus 1000 on the scale not, of amazing it is not a how to show it right. is a reality competition series where they are competing against each other right. here's what makes it different okay. than most reality shows all right this is a show where it's a feel-good show. You could watch it with your kids. They tell inspiring stories. If, it's not, if not... you could watch it with your kids, why is if it at I 10 p.m.? If I could actually finish Sorry. a sentence, My that bad. would be My awesome. Bad. My bad. It's about pleasantness and goodness okay. instead of Again, Omar, okay. shut the F up. Okay. <laughs> I can feel the pleasantness mm. and the goodness. And not about conflict and drama that so many people need in their life, which but, but tells a is, lot about There them. is no pleasantness or anything on you the watched, show. I don't know you what... You watched 15 minutes. I watched... I know. I went back and I pulled clips. Is this what you're talking about that's pleasant here? How did you start working with Phelps? I'm a sports fan. I played sports and stuff, so I actually was making pennants, True. like sports memorabilia. 
but it has so many other connotations, you know. It just interested me to keep working with it. I feel like you can do stuff like kind of a little crazier or weirder. So that was really interesting to me. 75% of the show is them talking about decoupage and felt and threading needles. How weird for a crafting show about making right, but, things. Right, but what you're saying that, that, that the... the, the heart of the show mm-hmm. is that is it's the feel what, good and all is that. in what they are making and the stories that come out of what they are making. There's not much of that. You watched a very different show. This, than there's I a lot of there's this. There's only been one. Hey, there's there's a lot you of this. Kept a very on. different show. I'm in the process of making my owl. My parents always believed that you should follow your dream and be who you were meant to be. Mm. <laughs> there's a lot of that. Oh. There's a lot of that. I suppose. <laughs> no. And I'm also, also going to say this, and I have not seen the show. But everything I've heard so far, these contestants sound like very sweet people who are just there having a good time. And sweet people that, as opposed to another competition series, if they finish before the other person, they go and help the person. It's about being your best and whatever you come up with that is your art. It's wonderful. It's no, uh, but, but 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 my my thing is like it, this is on network TV. It's crazy. Yeah. It is, and this happens on TV. What's your adhesive? I'm gonna use some decoupage and water. Decoupage is glue. It's pretty much like a glue and water mixture. Isn't it also the thing you do to something? It's also the term of applying something True. with that <laughs> adhesive to cover. Oh, the so surface. the adhesive has kind of taken over as the action. Yes, I learned something, guys. See you later. <laughs> so again, her playing the part of someone that doesn't know what goes into all this stuff. Uh, Omar, there are hundreds of millions of people in this country that need something like this. That feels I don't good understand right now. how this makes you feel good. I, I, I really don't because they're making crafts. And I think the there's problem no... is that neither of us care about the crafts, and okay. there's way too much talk about let the crafts. Me, let yes. me ask you both as fathers, mm-hmm. when your child makes something for you, mm-hmm. isn't that the best gift you could That's possibly That's crap. Get? Go back and make another one. <laughs> See, I think, Why I can't think... you draw better, you dumb kid? Beat it, kid. What I'm saying is there's this universe, universality to crafting and making things. When you receive something that someone made, that they made, that they put their heart and soul into, that they cared about, they give it to you, you then wind up feeling good receiving that. That's a beautiful thing. Maybe if you this can just honest, isn't for me. If, Maybe it's oh, not it's, for me. It wasn't, it wasn't for you before you watched it. Okay. We know that. But right. if you guys can honestly say that when your child makes you something, you don't feel good and that's not something right, but beautiful. That's different. When that's my, my child kid. makes me something, mm-hmm. it's not on NBC. Right. <laughs> for other people to watch. And they're not Maybe making a turtle shell. stuff. Just yeah, saying. Because we're better oh, okay, at it. Maybe okay, they'd be on <laughs> Let's play this last clip because you can't tell me this guy is is uh, um, uh, appealing to because this guy is a douchebag. What's going on here? Yeah. What is your animal? It's a little bit of a loose interpretation. Mm. You know what? You're an artist. Do what you want. <laughs> we love a loose interp. The human animal? Yes. Yeah, so we're making big um, shadow puppet theater. Shadow puppet theater? Yeah, and you're going to get a front row seat to some of the characters that live inside of my head. Is paper craft your I do, thing? I'm a generalist. About five years ago, I started making web tutorials. Hola, friends. It's Robert. 
Hola, friends. It's Robert. <laughs> Shut and, and up, you dude. Then I believe this is the same gentleman um, that then tells a story of why he turned to crafting because it was cheaper than therapy mm. when his parents sent him a funeral notice after he came out as gay. Oh, no, this sent- is the different guy. All right. Well, let yeah. me tell that one. They okay. wound up sending this guy a funeral notice saying, for our dead son, you're dead to us. Dude. So he what poured his parents. heart and soul into making things. That and- makes me feel great. He's substituting his parents with the All right, look. It's not for Omar and I. <laughs> Omar, you're a horrible human being. Horrible. <laughs> but- I'm going to go craft something in the toilet okay. for you guys. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Imagine you're born and raised in Fullerton, California. Your whole life, you're an Angels fan. Okay. And then you find find yourself last night in an Angels uniform, standing on the mound, getting ready to throw out the first pitch. Seems pretty specific. That's what happened to our friend Brad Williams, comedian Brad Williams, who took over Anaheim Stadium last night. Hey, Brad. Hey, guys. Sorry, I, I, I can't talk too long. I'm currently on the bus. Uh, I'm going to Salt Lake City to, to join the Salt Lake Bees. Is that right? Uh, the Angels minor league team. <laughs> nice. they, they insist they want to get you in the farm system now that they see what you can do, huh? Darn right. No one's ever had a pitch like that before, let me tell you. Well, before we get into the pitch, and I know a lot of your fans were there to see it in person last night, but um, tell me what it was like to get the call that you were going to be, uh, be able to do this. Because it's a real honor from somebody who grew up right down the street from the stadium, right? Yeah, uh, I had reached out to the Angels uh, almost every year for the past five years to try to throw the first pitch. Is that right? And they would uh, say, yeah, not so much. They said, no, we're hoping for Dinklage. Uh, <laughs> we're just, we're hoping Which, we by the way, him. I hope is the name of your autobiography. Hoping for Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they finally, they, they finally got the call, or I, they finally reached out to me and said, yeah, uh, we actually did some research in India, and apparently you've done some things. Ah. Uh, so, so really? I, guess you, I guess you get enough Showtime specials that they feel like you must be legit. Yeah, that 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 was kind of the uh, that was kind of the tipping point, and uh, they finally called me up and said, "Hey, do you want to throw the first pitch?" And obviously, I said yes. Uh, that's I've been trying to do it, and uh, my first thought, honestly, my first thought is I just have to do better than Kevin. I mean, that was honestly, the, only thought. the truth is that that's not hard. Right. <laughs> that's a low bar. So you started dancing, though. You did the worm. Were they expecting that? No, no, no one was expecting it. Uh, I didn't tell anybody what I was doing. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, I just did the worm, got the ball, popped up, uh, shook off two pitches, uh, <laughs> two signs, and then threw maybe what would be the slowest changeup for anybody else or the fastest fastball for a dwarf. <laughs> one or the other. It was a great pitch, Brad. It was it was a little outside, but mm-hmm. uh, oh, it, stop! It, it might like, hit the dirt, and yeah. you hit the dirt, uh, and, and you hit the dirt, dirt too. <laughs> that was um, my only thought: was don't bounce it. That yeah. like how, however hard I thought I was going to throw it, I knew I had to throw it harder. Well, and that's as the ball released from my arm. My thought was, oh crap, because I didn't think I threw it hard enough at all. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's further than it looks when you get up there. The yeah, professionals make uh, it look easy, but it's a long way. Yeah, and when you throw the ball at, at a at a smoking 15 and a half miles an hour, <laughs> right? it, it, it takes a while for it to get I there. I mean, you mm-hmm. had to put some height on it, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I feel like you could have caught that ball if you had hustled. <laughs> <laughs> it was. You are not was, lying, my friend. It you was not really. Lying. It was really impressive, though. I mean, because we were talking about this off the air, Brad, when we found out that you were going to be doing it. I mean, look, you're a very strong person for your size, but that's a long way for you to throw a ball, right? So you really had to put your put your shoulder into it. Yeah, uh, I was on the road uh, this past weekend in Omaha, Nebraska. Jealous? Of course you are, and. Uh, I got a I got a fan and I went to a local ballpark and threw seventy two pitches on Sunday. Wow! Got to get this right. Now, nice. did you practice doing the worm and popping up then throwing? Uh, I I did about five or ten of those. Wow! Just to make sure I got the whole motion. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I didn't want to, I I didn't want to embarrass myself because man, I've heard from certain people, some of which you may know, mm-hmm. that if if you bounce the first pitch and possibly even fall off the mound, right? Uh-huh. No one ever lets you forget that ever, yeah. and ever. it stays with you. I as hear a that's person. true. Yeah, <laughs> that's well. Um, how was the crowd reaction to you coming out, uh, Brad? Were they enthusiastic? They were behind you. Uh, yeah, crowd reaction was great. There was a lot of Kevin and Bean fans there last night, which was really cool. Uh, as I was walking out to the mound, uh, there's I, I certainly heard a couple people yell out, "Kevin and Bean!" That's awesome. Uh, so that that was really cool. And uh, now. My br- my brother in law, uh, you've been mentioned on the show before as uh, Captain Bad Idea. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, he was trying to go on Craigslist to hire about a hundred people to just boo me. <laughs> oh. He's such a dick. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Hey, um, lastly. Yeah, thankfully yep. you can get uh, you you can get sexual favors on Craigslist, but not enough people to come. Do oh, it that's for. too bad. Oh, good. I'm very confused about. Mm-hmm. Did you stick around long enough to see the tremendous Angels win? I did. Uh, saw saw the game. Saw. I mean, what a first inning uh, when Otani hit a three run home run. It's right unbelievable. In the first inning. I've been a baseball uh, fan my entire life. I have never seen yeah. a pitcher who's on the disabled list that they put into hit because he's so good. He's unreal. He's yeah. unreal. He, I've never seen anything he, like it. He's he he's the DH. Uh, they just said on ESPN he's the only pitcher since Babe Ruth to 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 throw. I think it was over forty innings and hit over uh, 10 twelve home runs. runs. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home runs. yeah. it's incredible. And, well. Uh, I just think that the, that the Detroit Tigers pitcher was too intimidated after seeing my mm, first hit. Sure. Awesome. That's why he gave up seven runs in the first inning. <laughs> I, I, he I, think you're right. I, I think you got it in his head, man, and it was a great birthday night for Mike Trout, even though he couldn't play. At least he got to have a great time at the ballpark watching you. So congratulations. And listen, Brad, thank you for that. We put the video up at the Kevin and Bean Twitter account, at Kevin and Bean. And I know we're going to talk to you again next week because you got another one of those comedy nights coming to town. So... We'll, uh, we'll catch do. up with you in a few days, all right? All right. Sounds great. Thank you. Congrats. Thanks, Brad. Congrats. Bye now. The Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock. All right. Allie, you're up. What's happening? We all watched the Paul McCartney carpool karaoke with James Corden, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was one of the best things ever. It was just magical. It was pretty great. Even if you aren't a Beatles fan, Which a Paul McCartney fan, it was yeah, pretty great. you still got to see this look at this international superstar and how at home he is everywhere, especially in his hometown of Liverpool. My favorite part. Is he the most famous person in the world? 
I think I'd say he's up there, yeah. Well, he certainly is in the Western world. Okay. I mean, there's an awful lot of people in Indian Asia who may not have much knowledge of who Paul McCartney is. Mm-hmm. But I think certainly for for English-speaking people, yeah, I think yeah. he is. But my favorite part of that video is when he jumps up on stage at that little club. The the looks in people's faces, the joy yes. in people's faces. They jo- it was like watching black and white video from Beatlemania. Oh yeah, they just were were frothing. They were so excited it to was, be in the same room as Paul. It McCartney. was palpable, and it was teenagers up yeah. to eighty year olds yeah. all having the same reaction, which is. Uh, that's amazing. That's it an incredible be, thing. It, it must be a nightmare to try to walk around in the world as Paul McCartney and have that and that reaction happen everywhere you go. But yeah. he seems to handle it so well. He Absolutely. sure does. Yeah. Well, the segment has nearly 130 million digital views. That's across YouTube and Facebook. Here's what CBS is going to do. They're turning the Paul McCartney Carpool Karaoke episode into a primetime special because they have a ton of unseen footage. Bong, bong. Bong, bong, indeed. So the special is going to air on August 20th at 8 p.m. I'm kind of excited about that. I'm not going to lie. I hope it's good. I mean, the fear is that they put the best stuff in it already, you know? What's left over, I don't know. Yeah, I would assume they did, and I'm sure they're going to repeat a lot of that for people that didn't see it first time around. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they'll include all of it, yeah. Yeah. But maybe there's more songs, you know, that he performed. Sure. And, you know, there could, I think it'll be fun. When is it? That is August 20th at 8 p.m. on CBS. Speaking of carpool karaoke, Kanye's mother-in-law was a guest on James Corden's show last night. And she said, why haven't you had Kanye on? <laughs> and Maybe it been the wrong question. I think it was, <laughs> indeed, because James Corden said, I can answer this easily. We've tried. He's canceled twice, maybe even three times. He canceled once as I was turning the corner to his house. I was outside his house, and they were like, he's not in the zone for it right now. We'll do it another time. (laughs) And you know how much preparation must go into filming those things. Oh, he learns the lyrics to songs that he doesn't even know if he's going to be doing. Yep, right. And to learn the lyrics and be able to rap them? Come on. And he went on to say that... Kanye did send him a lovely gift, a flower and a cube, which he thought was cool, and a pair of Yeezys. And people would say, whoa, those are so expensive. And James Corden was like, yeah, um, he cost the show $45,000 is what he did. Is that how much so, it cost to put to, oh my to do three different ones? Three different oh, yeah, ones? That sure. Sense. That makes sense. Well, well, a lot yeah. of staff you got to pay for. A lot of staff. You're going out to Calabasas. You're, that's a lot of stuff. That's funny. Forty-five grand. So maybe Chris Jenner don't ask questions that you don't want the answer to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your level of interest in Kanye West appearing on the Jimmy Kimmel show tomorrow night? Negative. Really? Couldn't care he does less. Does make news every time he goes anywhere? Boy, it sure depends on which Kanye West shows up. Mm-hmm. For me. Yeah. But I watch him on Kimmel. Mm-hmm. I think Jimmy would be good with him. I like the old Kanye, and I miss the old Kanye. Same. Mm-hmm. He, he's not coming back. He's gone. I'm looking for it. I'm uh, looking for it. Are you? Thank you. If you could. What I'm saying is, 
if I had my choice of which Kanye, right? I think I'd I go. the old Kanye, straight from the gold Kanye, chop up the soul Kanye, <laughs> set on his goals Kanye. I hate the new Kanye, the bad mood Kanye, the always rude Kanye, spazzing the news Kanye, and I love you like Kanye loves Kanye. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> that was me right there. That Talking was great. Kanye. That was really you. great. Thank you so much. Hurry up with my damn croissants. Some birthdays for you. The Edge, guitarist from U2, Robin Quivers from Howard Stern Show, Roger Federer, a great tennis player, Boy Bander from 98 Degrees, Drew Lachey, Boy Bander from InSync, J.C. Chazé, and Sean Mendez, amazing singer, and Megan Good, a great actress. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Don't kill it, Muggs. He's not killing it, No, is he? he's bringing it outside. Okay, good. Throw it away. He's going to give it a name. Apparently there was a uh, a spider right there in the waning moments of that song. They yeah. got right up in Allie's face. It was, it was damn near a tarantula the size of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, welcome to the Kevin Beach Show. Thank you so much for listening. Quick uh, reminder for folks who don't listen live, we do have a uh, podcast every day of the program. And uh, um, we appreciate if you want to check that out wherever you get your podcasts. You know, iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. And if you want to stream the show, if you're turning off the radio and going off somewhere, you can always listen to the program through radio.com. That's a free app you can get in the App Store as well. Speaking of podcasts, we got an email from a listener named Seth a couple of days ago who says he needs our help. He says he is in a social media spat with some people about something. And <laughs> he wanted to know if we, he could get a ruling from us. So we have listeners on the line for the Kevin Bean Scientific Survey, which is exactly how you handle things when you can't solve a problem, right? Right. You just go to five random people on the phone. and They're already on hold. They don't know why they're calling. That's right. They'll hear it, and then they'll vote. So no bias before they picked up the phone to call. But let's welcome Seth to the program as he joins us now. Hey, buddy. What's going on, man? Hey, Bong Bong, how are you guys? <laughs> bong Bong to you as well. I was intrigued by your email. We have all discussed it um, off the air, but I think it's time to bring it on the air and find out what our listeners think. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell people what's going on? Well, my buddy Greg uh, posted on Facebook uh, a little post that kind of got uh, me a little bit riled up, and he might have been joking a little bit about it, but he posted, people that brush their teeth in public restrooms are serial killers. <laughs> all right. Not an exaggeration at all? <laughs> well, and, what? you know, it, it just kind of got me going, and I'm like, serial killers? I mean, I'm, I'm just a regular hygienic guy like most good red-blooded Americans, and I'm going to mm-hmm. brush my teeth after a meal. You know, or after a long flight, get in there, brush your teeth, everything feels great. The 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 kind of it kind of devolved into probably he said, well, I guess you you floss too, and I go, well, of course, everybody flosses, right? And so of course it was, ooh, that's gross, that's horrible, <laughs> that's terrible. So and so I even had a discussion with my wife this morning about brushing teeth in a public restroom, and she says, ooh, that's gross, and I went, what is happening to people? <laughs> really, your wife too. <laughs> Now, yeah, that's interesting. it was ridiculous. I'm, I'm now, like, I, maybe I'm in the minority, so I needed to ask you guys for help. Find out uh, is am I right thinking or am I a serial killer? I just need some help. Okay, um, I know where I fall on it, but what's what's the complaint from Greg and your wife? Do they think it's too intimate? Like it's a it's the type of thing like pooping that should only be done in absolute privacy. Nobody should ever be anywhere near a person's bathroom habits. Is that what they're thinking? I have. I, I would guess. I, I don't know. I guess I just can't wrap my head around the fact that you know you wash your hands in the bathroom too. Why don't you brush your teeth in the bathroom? I mean, I don't really get it. I mean, it's not like I'm using the poop water or anything. I mean, do we that, know that? that or is you... Good to know. Seth. Okay. <laughs> well, and, I, and, 
Not you, using yeah, poop word. water. Okay. okay and, write and that we're down. also yeah. we're not talking about brushing your teeth or flossing in a restaurant. We're talking about in a bathroom, which is a right. public place, but it's also a place that's designed to be behind closed doors for people doing things like that. Right. Sure. I, Kevin, what do you think? I'm perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me a bit that somebody's brushing their teeth in a, in a restroom. I don't understand how it could. Maybe people feel like, oh, this guy doesn't live here. You know what I mean? Like, why is he taking over this space as yeah. if he's at home? I don't live places that I have to use the bathroom to go yeah, number one or number two. That's weird. I don't okay. do number two, by the way. Of course oh, not. no, you're a girl. Yeah, of course thank not. You. So, so you're you're down with Seth as well, right, Allie? Absolutely. And I, may I just say thank you, listener Seth, for being hygienic. Well, you know what? That's the way we should be, correct? Amen. Correct. Amen. All right. Well, let's uh, let's hit the big intro, then let's see what our listeners think. It's time for Kevin and Bean's scientific survey. All right. You have heard the evidence. One vote per person. First to three is the opinion that will prevail. And by the way, if the listeners say it's gross, Seth, you're not going to be allowed to brush your teeth in public restrooms anymore. You understand that this is legally binding, right? Well, I guess that just means I'm a serial killer. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Cindy up first. She's in Whittier. She's on line one again. A reminder: people on hold called before they heard the topic, so they did not have any pre bias before they got on the phone. Cindy, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. You heard the discussion. You heard the problem Seth is having with his friend and his wife. Where do you come down on brushing your teeth in a public restroom? I'm okay, except. How does he rinse his mouth out? You don't want to put your mouth down and get water out of the spigot. A uh, uh, valid question, Seth. What, what what kind of an animal drinks out of a spigot? Use your hand to cup the water and bring it up to your mouth. <laughs> I love how she <laughs> said this. Okay. So, so you're so you're good with it, Cindy. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. Okay, it's okay. All right, Cindy says okay. There's one vote for yes. All right, let's move along to caller number two. This is going to be Eddie Inglewood, line two, please. Hey, Eddie. What's up, party people? What do you think? You've heard the evidence. All right. Well, there's two schools of thought. Uh, if it's just a straight public restroom, like at a uh, you know restaurant or something, that's gross. Okay. If it's at the gym, it's okay. So. So now it depends on where the public restroom is. Yes. Okay. Because the gym is expected. You know, you got to get ready for maybe you're working out in the morning. You got to work. You got to brush your teeth. If you're just doing that, you know, you had dinner at a restaurant and now you're going to the bathroom. That's just gross. But okay. you also just ate, so it yeah, makes you just perfect ate, sense. Though. Amen, Allie. <laughs> you're welcome. It sounds to me like Eddie's a no vote, right? I feel like he's a yes and a no. I, I feel mean, like you might talk- have to throw him out. Seth, you're talking about restaurants, right? Well, I, actually, I'm talking about just about anywhere. Anywhere. You know, I, I, a restaurant, a gym, the airport, sure. I mean, Dodger Stadium, at work, team. wherever. Sure. Okay. That's just What's your I think Eddie's a no. You right. Eddie is a no because Eddie's right. saying only at, he's saying only at the gym is what he's saying. All right, all right. Eddie's got ne- some nasty teeth. Go to our next caller. <laughs> this is going to be line five in Montclair. We welcome Victor to the program. We're tied at one to one. Hey, Victor. Hey, what's up, you guys? What's you, your Victor? You've heard the uh, you've heard the arguments. What do you think? I'm okay, and with it, I've walked into public and restrooms and seen a lot. And worse, I've walked into somebody taking a shower in a public and restroom on the on the sink. I've I've, I've been to prison. And I've seen worse things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we don't need to know what you've seen in prison. Let him talk. <laughs> you know, Once you've been to prison, I guess uh, brushing your teeth in a public restroom is not that big a deal. I love All right, it. Victor yeah, is a yay. So I'm okay. You know, keep okay. on brushing them teeth because dental bills ain't that cheap. 
Eight All right, dental bills ain't that cheap. That's an excellent three, point. I'm three. sure you thought of that, right, Seth? <laughs> of All right, that's a two to one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go to is it Mike next? San Bernardino line six. Hey, Mike. Oh. Hey, Mike. Oh, gone. Do we lose Mike? Mm-hmm. We lose. All right. All right. That's, that's why we have alternate yes, jurors, right? right? That's why. That's why we have Kaylee. Uh, I think it's Kaylee next. Uh, HB. Hey, Kaylee. Hi, Kylie. Kylie, I apologize. That's my fault. All right, Kylie, you could be the deciding vote. If you're okay with Seth brushing his teeth in a public restroom, then it is a go. If you're not, then it's a tie. What do you think? I mean, the thing is, is he just carrying his toothbrush in his pocket? (laughs) I mean, questions about how this works. We don't know. (laughs) Seth, where are you? How are you transporting your toothbrush? No, you guys have been to Rite Aid before. They have those little pocket toothbrushes with mm-hmm. the little cover over the bristles. Everything is fine. It's hygienic. If I'm going to brush in the in the bathroom, I'm sure as heck not going to put my toothbrush in my pocket. Right? Let's not be ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Does that make you feel better, Kylie? That does. Yes. Um, as as much as I'm sure there are some uh, poo particles in the air, as there always are in bathrooms. I mean, <laughs> yes. did you think about the I... poo particles, Seth? Mm-hmm. You, you uh, got particles think is a good band. That's true. <laughs> it is a good band. All right, but the poop particles are not anywhere near you brushing your teeth. So will you allow it if Seth wants to? <laughs> okay. Yes. I'll yes. Allow it. Yes. yes. Right. We have a winner. It's a yes. All right. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad. I was very nervous there when you brought up the poo particles. I thought you were going to rain on this. Way to go, Seth. You thought she was going to rain awesome. on it. Awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. Brush away, my friends. Thanks for playing. <laughs> That was Kevin and Bean's scientific survey. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. We have an answering machine that you can call. It's the Afro Line 323-520-A F R O. You can call it 24 hours a day. And uh, people do. You don't have to call it 24 times in a row unless you're Becky. And this is what she called with. Oh, so hey guys, this is for Allie, actually. I needed some girl advice. I got this guy that came home from the bar with me, and it is 11 o'clock in the morning now. He slept over. It's 11 in the morning, and he won't leave. And you know what he said to me this morning? I tried to wake him up, and he goes, your bed's so comfy. Where did it come from? And I go, I don't know, the bed store. Okay, so then she called back and called back and called back, and then she called back, and then she Uh called back, Mm -hmm. and then she said she rented the Avengers and and played it really loud, and then she called Uh back and she called back, and she would always leave her phone number. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. call him back, uh, 813-963-0213, or... I'll call back again, I'm sure. (laughs) So wait, from that phone number, you were able to put enough digits together that Dave was able to get her on the phone? Well, she did call 24 times. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we stitched together like three of them and made it up. This this happens very rarely that we hear an Afro call that we are, are so in love with that we need follow-up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in Becky's case, we did. And she joins us on the phone, believe it or not, from the great state of Florida, you guys. America's penis. Hey, Becky, how are you? Hi, how are you? We are good. We're fine. Uh, we have so many questions for you. And I guess we'll start with, why, why did you call the Afro line 24 times? I um I just wanted Allie's help and this advice. I thought maybe uh with the, she had problems with birds and I had a problem with this guy. So mm-hmm. it's like, how do we get rid of this? Oh, question one should have been: Is the guy still sleeping in your bed? No, I got rid of him. Okay, okay. got rid of him. Okay. All right. Well, we want to hear about that. But did you think that this was a phone that would ring in Allie's apartment, and if you called back in twenty minutes, she might be home then and pick up? 
I figured there might be like some type of a follow-up. But... Mm. Well, I mean, there was a follow-up. I had her just, phone number. Just took, yeah, well, we'll give you her phone number. Before we, <laughs> oh, sure. We'll definitely hang out. Out. No worries. all day long. Yeah, we'll hook you up. I um, feel like listener Becky only needed what I thought I needed to get rid of the birds. A decoy owl. Just right next to the bed. That could help. For a man? Yeah. A decoy man. Yeah, I tried decoy movie with the Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't, didn't work. And, she tried, she tried then, coffee. You tried coffee because people love the smell of coffee? What do you do when you can't get yeah. somebody to leave? At what point, because you were calling us at 11, 11.30, noon, at what point did he finally leave? Well, I finally told him, I was like, I got an eye appointment. I got to go to the doctor's. And then he got up. But the thing was, when you went in my living room, the Infinity War movie was still playing. Uh-huh. So when he sits on the couch and he goes, I've been wanting to watch this movie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it backfired. <laughs> he, he, really, <laughs> he really, really liked you. Now, was that, a, uh, was that a, a terrible ending to your date? In other words, did that impact your desire to maybe see him again because you realized he was, uh, he was tough to move? No, it was just kind of like a task. I had to get rid of him that morning. I'm you still, I mean, I still talk to the guy. I just didn't want him there at that time in the morning. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. You should, yeah. any, anybody should leave a house if somebody's asking them to leave a house. Right. I don't know how hard that should have yeah, to be. I dropped a lot of hints. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> well, I don't know if you heard the podcast yesterday, but when we were playing back your some of your voicemail messages, we said, just shake the guy as hard as you need to and tell him to get the hell out of your house. I mean, there's no reason to be delicate in that situation. You were in the right. I know, it's too nice. Like, I didn't want to just, like, be like, hey, mm. you're good. Like, <laughs> you do sort of have, I don't want to say be a dick, but you do sort of have to be strong with somebody like that and say, look, it's my house, get out, because I yeah. have to leave. And, and Becky sounds like a very sweet girl. Yes. So She can't remember her phone number, but she seems very sweet. A lot what? of digits. Becky, here's, here's what I do. Um, I never allow them to sleep over. Mm. It's just easier that way. You get it done, and then you look at them, and you're like, well, thanks. Sorry you got to go. And then you get up. <laughs> you literally and you, say thanks. You start walking, and you're like, all right, let's do this again, or maybe not. Whatever you want to do, you got to earn the sleepover. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> This is true. I'm going to take that advice the next time. Nobody's going to Okay. All right. You're welcome, There we Becky. go. You're welcome. And, and, unless he's drunk. Then fun. what do you do, Alex? If he's drunk, <laughs> you can't really send him home. Uh, absolutely. Get him in an Uber. Get him in a Get cab. Get him in an Uber. For okay, sure. Very good. Walk. All right, Becky. Yeah. Well, listen, I hope we fulfilled your expectations with uh, getting back to you. Not as quickly as you would have liked, but I hope, I hope it's good advice for you. Oh, no, definitely. Thank you so much, Allie. That's definitely good insight. No more sleepovers. There you go. There you okay. go. Avoid right. the whole problem. And <laughs> call again with any sort of ad- advice that you need. Multiple times. We need it. Call at least 20 times. Yes. I will. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you. Bye now. All right. So that's Allie's advice. But what if you didn't, that wasn't your policy and you were in Becky's situation where somebody is in your house and you cannot get them to leave? That's what we're looking for. That's the topic on the table here right now. Hasn't that happened to you, Bean? Where you have like a party or something and you just straight up ask people to leave. Straight up ask people to leave. He turns off lights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got no problem with. Hey, uh, why don't you tell me that story as I walk you out to the car? You know, I have no problem with that at all. Um, but the thing with me 
mean is he says that and then you laugh, but then you go, oh, well, he is serious. He's serious. Okay. But it's still funny, so yeah. you, you do leave. But Omar didn't this was telling just happen he, with Omar? Yes, he had house guests that he yeah. could not get to leave. Exactly, yeah. So what are we looking for exactly? We're looking for you had, somebody, you had somebody at your house you couldn't get to leave. Yeah. Uh, Omar did have somebody at his house. Uh, tell us who they were and how late they stayed. They were and what uh, you did to try and get rid of them. They were good friends of ours, and uh, we had had a party on Saturday, and they were overserved. So I was like, "Hey, why don't you guys crash out, and yeah. you know, you guys could leave in the morning." Exact words. Something. You didn't like that. emphasize morning. I did not. <laughs> so we uh, we get up, and uh, you know, it's like uh, you know we're a little hungover, so we get up late. It's like maybe nine a.m. something mm-hmm. like that. Make breakfast. Think, okay, cool. They'll, they'll have breakfast. That's fine. And then 11 rolls around. <laughs> no. Then it's noon. No. And I have things to do. Did you say, <laughs> so, hey, great great to see you. I have things to do, like any of those they were They were watching movies. Okay. And Cassie was upstairs doing some laundry. Mm-hmm. And Wait, then, you're not even down there? No. Cassie's not down there. They're just hanging out. Okay, They're just hanging that's out. So weird. And uh, so I was like, "Well, I gotta do some yard work, guys." So I'm hitting the lawnmower outside, and the guy goes out. You know, he's out there smoking a cigarette, and I'm like, "He's a buddy of mine," you know. Right. But I'm like, "All right, dude, it's time to hit the bricks." Yeah, you know? beat it, kid. <laughs> beat it, kid. Right. <laughs> so then, so then, five p.m. rolls around. What? No! Five p.m. <laughs> they end up having dinner, and they don't they don't leave till about seven p.m. Holy so they, God! Did they at least buy dinner? Did no, they, like we ordered pizza. I ended okay. up for it. This is insane. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, he really <clears throat> wanted to finish the event. He really <laughs> he did. He did. And yeah, I mean, there's nothing. Like, what do you do? I, I, I mean, mean, you have you know? to you have to be more rude than you're used to. But That's you right. literally really? have yes, you literally have to say, uh, "It's great having you, but I have work to do, so we'll see you later." Or do wow. it like Bean. That seems harsh. Bean says it. I did it nicely there. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Bean <laughs> says it as a joke, but means it. Mm-hmm. But if you were to say, do you have home? Because this is mine. Yeah. <laughs> like something like, I like that. It. Absolutely. Yeah, if I like that it. was they me, would get I would have been like, oh, damn. Yeah. I'm, I'm still here. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. Yeah. If you have yeah. been where Omar uh, was in that story, we want to hear from you. 1-800-520-1067. How do you handle the guests that just won't leave? We'll talk to you next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. Talking about uh, people wouldn't leave your party. How do you get rid of them? Jose, good morning. Hey, morning, Kevin and Bean, Ellie. Hey. Sounds like you were the one who was asked to leave. What happened? Yeah, it was uh, it was the weirdest thing. So we get invited to my friend's house um, to watch a UFC fight. Mm-hmm. And we're all hanging out. We're enjoying the fight. As soon as the final match is over, they announce the winner. And my buddy, uh, he gets up and he says, all right, guys, well, it was nice having you guys here. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming out. Completely reasonable. And I was going to say, no it's your buddy that. Bean. Yeah. Well, well was... why not? You came over to watch the fight. The fights are over. Hit the road. Well, Beat no. it, kid. No, then you have drinks. You have a little right. more food. You Beat talk it, about kid. No, you don't say exactly. Beat it. Exactly. There was still food left over. Oh, there was Jose. Food left. There was still, well, there, you know, and I, I think I still probably had a plate in my lap. And, uh, <laughs> That's weird. But doesn't you know, the last fight end, like... Isn't it like ten thirty or eleven o'clock by exactly. time the last fight? Yeah, it's ten thirty or eleven. To get no, the hell out. it's not at all. There's That's plenty of time so left. Weird. Hit the road. All right, <laughs> get off my phone, Jose. <laughs> Thank you for calling. If something's lame and it ain't that good, it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock, LA and OC's alternative rock. Kevin, we've been doing this job for a long time. Yes, many would many would say too long. Mm-hmm. 
but we've never said these words before. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the World Arm Wrestling League heavyweight right and left hand champion, Devin No Limits Larry. Oh, Devin yeah. How are you, Devin? I'm so happy to be here, guys. I can't believe it's been this long. I mean, arm wrestling's a huge sport here. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's so awesome that you're here today on August the 8th because today is the day that ESPN has turned over their programming to what some would call the fringe sports. They've, they're doing it's the, the Ocho today. Stuff. Uh, it is the best stuff, right? And world arm wrestling is one of those sports that has been coming on like gangbusters in the last few years, right? Yes, it. You know, it's because of our accessibility. You know, anybody can do it. It doesn't matter what you do. It's like handshakes gone wild. You know. <laughs> you know? Are you a professional, Devin? Uh, can you believe it? Yes. Do you make a living arm wrestling? I am one of the few crazy people in the world who has quit their job. Well, I don't know if you, I don't know if I was fired or I quit. But, <laughs> you just but, stopped showing up. Yeah, but I'm now doing this as a full time occupation. Yes, I am. And you travel the world doing this. I do. Yeah, I'm one of the lucky people who gets to do exactly what they love to do, and I get by. How I did do. you start into arm wrestling? It was, I was very young, so uh, who, I guess like what? Yeah. Middle school, high school? No, it was like two critical life events. Okay. <laughs> I guess the first life event was I opened up Pumping Iron, and I saw Arnold, and I was like, you know, I was like four, and I'm like, <laughs> I need to be a strong human being, right? Okay. So I'm just a kid, just... So you started Pumping Iron when you were four? Yeah, man. Anything right. I thought that meant that I could be strong, I was like, I, I just want to do it. And then my grandmother believe it or not, was like the strongest woman in Alberta at arm wrestling. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Hold okay. on. Hold on. Your grandma was an arm wrestling champ. Yeah, that's that's how the story goes. So she used to, <laughs> she used to come to my house and she'd give me like random tasks. She'd be like, Devin, go get me apples and I'll make you apple pie. And like a good little boy, I'd run and get her whatever she needed. Uh -huh. And my reward was always that I got to arm wrestle her. Yeah, and you know, like when you know, you're... just like your name. Okay, wait, it's, wait. Is that is that it, all true? It's it's the next Bitcoin. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you, this arm wrestling stock, it, it's it's going to revolutionize things. Sure. Okay, so how old do you get before you realize that you're not just good at arm wrestling? You are exceptional at arm wrestling, and you, in your small town in Alberta, you can't even find anyone who can beat you, right? Well, no, that's absolutely not how it went. You, all my buddies back in public school and probably even in early high school are like, damn, I used to crush that dude. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you didn't know what you were doing for a while. No, I just knew I loved it. Like, I just liked the feeling of being able to go at something full out and not get in trouble. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, there came a point when I actually met a professional. You know, everybody kind of arm wrestles. I'm sure everybody in this room is arm wrestled. Sure. Everybody, everybody's arm wrestled. Sure. Right, but then you meet somebody who does it, like, really seriously, like, mm -hmm. in a club and studies it. And I met this person when I was 18 years old. I was out west working oil field. And, uh, you know, I did fairly good in the company, uh, beating just regular dudes. And everyone's like, oh, but, but can you beat Dion? A 165-pound, like, Wolverine-looking dude. <laughs> I could do nothing with him, and I just was so intrigued, and I'm like, you have to teach me, and that's when I learned that arm wrestling is really like a martial art. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that, because it seems like it's almost entirely a mental game. 
It's so much mental. It's the same. Just you guys fighting for position just to get started takes fifteen minutes. Well, it doesn't <laughs> always take. Yeah, it definitely does take time. And the, just think about it the same way you think of like a UFC fight and fighters. Uh, like when you think like what makes a great UFC fighter, mm-hmm. all those components are the same things that make a great arm wrestling champion. Did just I a see... much narrower part of your body, just a lot right. less real estate. I see. Did that's, I see right. you yelling, "You're not strong enough"? <laughs> from two inches away. Yeah, yeah. You're not strong enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I love to <laughs> that do that too. Nana. Like, you know, I, there's some egotistical rewards that I'm seeking as well sure. when I'm at the table. And yeah, I mean, we Devin, have. Devin, how it. did you come to arm wrestle the Mountain from Game of Thrones, who outweighs you by almost 200 pounds? Complete fluke. So, not too far from my house, there was a, a little event. Uh, there's this guy who has roots to Iceland, and every year he has an, a strongman event, and he brings in like the best strong guy from Iceland. And that lat the year it was the mountain, and I was there doing a kids event, so I just go and I do demos for kids, get them into the sport. And he was working the next booth over, and I, I just went over to him, hey man, like. When your knees blow, when your hips blow, come to arm wrestling, let me show you some stuff. So just throughout the day, we were doing some training, and that's all I was. That was just us getting on the table and Just messing out. around. Yeah. But you beat him with both hands, left well, and right. I'm just glad I didn't have to pick anything up in front of him because it would have looked, <laughs> just looked as bad. He's a big dude. <laughs> so super cool. Your, uh, your event, Thursday night at the Novo, tomorrow night at the Novo, um, you, people can stream it on the Bleach Report live app, but you have tickets on sale for people who want to be there in person. They can come on down to WALunderground.com. How many people will show up for your, an event in Southern California of arm wrestling? I hope it's a packed house. I mean, are there 100 people? Are there 500 people? How big do your events get? Well, the last one I was at, I think we had about 200 people in attendance. So it, maybe maybe I get that wrong. Maybe maybe three or four. Okay. But it, it's a packed little house, and it's a very personal experience. We let you get right up close to us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, a, it's a very energetic experience. You, know, <laughs> you might even get some saliva in the face if you're close enough. I mean, I don't know that anyone <laughs> wants that. <laughs> see that. <laughs> And, and are there strate- are there strategies, if you know enough about arm wrestling, can I watch a match and see, like the UFC example you gave earlier, Devin, can I see what you're, how you're working it, what uh, you're doing? 100%. Really? Yeah. Did you watch tape? Oh, yeah. I watch I watch all the guys I'm going to arm wrestle against, and, and, and ones I don't even, just because I'm a fan of the sport. But when you think about arm wrestling, I'd say there's there's a lot of division points. So you can classify people into two groups right away. Okay. What we call inside arm wrestlers and outside arm wrestlers. Inside arm wrestlers, you'll see them moving their shoulder forward. They'll be trying to pin their opponent's arm mm-hmm. in, in totality. Okay. Outside arm wrestlers are going to typically attack the hand, attack the fingers, and kind of try and peel their opponents open in, in this manner. Um, there's strap. Who knew? Yeah. That's interesting. And, and there's fast guys. And there's guys who are more like grinders, right? Guys who kind of hold on for the long win. Yeah. 
How is Will Ferrell not playing him? Right? Agreed. <laughs> this needs to happen. Who's your opponent tomorrow night? Oh, it's going to be so amazing. <laughs> I'm so I'm so going to kill this guy. <laughs> His name's Matt Mask. And Matt Mask. Matt Mask. He is the only other guy in the 400 series who's undefeated up to this point. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So this is like the culmination of our whole series. The two okay. of us. Yeah, and we're both bum, 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 Canadian. Oh. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> are you friends? A polite match. Well, are you friends with him? You, I thought we were friends, but <laughs> I've, I've, I've said a lot of things to him that he's taken, I think, a bit too personally. He's not answering his texts for me anymore. Uh oh, it's no. on. He's, right. I've been hearing through the, yeah, he's getting mad. I think he's going to hit me. Um, All right. But that's All okay. Right. Well, we're going to throw down. I can't wait. General admission uh, tickets and VIP tickets both on sale right now through WALunderground.com. And that stands for the World Arm Wrestling League. And that is going to be tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, at the Novo, downtown L.A. So, um, I mean, good luck, Devin. I think we're going to put you in, in the next room and shoot a little Instagram video because Beer Mug, as you know, has been talking smack mm -hmm. on yeah, that, yeah, that's really upsetting. He, he, wants to show you, he wants to show you what's up, he said. Yeah, I can't. That's really disrespectful, Beer Mug. Yeah. I, I can't. Devin, uh, Devin, no. He I said Devin is nothing. That's what he was he yelling at He didn't say that. So. He said, don't come into my country and tell me how to arm wrestle. That's what I heard Beer yeah. Mug say. I, the thing I worry about is you guys don't have health insurance down here the way we do. Actually, Beer Mug said, your health care is stupid. Oh. <laughs> He's gonna universal have to, and stuff. Oh, uh, he's going to have to move up there just to get his arm fixed. <laughs> do, uh, do whatever you want to Beer Mug with our blessing, Devin, and have fun tomorrow night. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having us on the show, guys. You bet. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, one final look at what's happening with you. Well, this just in. Following four straight years of declines in the ratings. And now, a breaking news bulletin. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences... And now, breaking news, Boone. Have just announced a series of steps to make the Academy Awards more accessible, more streamlined. Oh, so All they're right? going to make them an hour and a half? They're limiting it to a three-hour telecast. Okay. So, I mean, that's better than three and a half. Absolutely. Select sure. categories among the 24 typically presented on air will be done during the commercial breaks. And then those winning moments will be edited down for air later in the broadcast. So right. finally, they're listening to me, and they're not going to do animated short and sound mixing and things like that that no one cares about? I believe that is what you have said, and I believe animated short and sound mixers disagree. But No, they're very they, needed, but does it make an interesting yes, TV show? True, true, true. The other thing, which Bean thinks is a horrible idea, and I think it's great... They are adding a new category for the 2019 show designed around, quote, achievement in popular film. And to me, that means movies that would never win Best Picture, so they don't even put it up for it, would never be nominated. Movies like a Deadpool yeah. or a Black Panther can finally get some recognition. I mean, it's dumb that they can't just get recognition with the main Absolutely. group. That's my point. Absolutely, but, but you're never going to... better than nothing. You're never going to change these old dudes' minds. Why right? not? Look, Black Panther is a movie that was universally beloved. Absolutely. Agreed. Every critic in America, in addition to every moviegoer in America who saw that movie, recognized it for its excellence and its quality. Mm -hmm. It's... It's it's not a separate but equal category. That movie deserved to be nominated for Best Picture. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't, 
it's not it, it doesn't mean anything to be popular picture or whatever they're calling this new category. It doesn't mean anything. You're still not able to it's like being in the Negro League versus being in the major leagues. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they both get an Oscar. Yeah. It's a it's a fake made up uh, category though. I don't like it. I don't like it okay. one little bit. All right. All right. You don't like it. Noted. I, I just think for the time being until all of these uh, just old school kind of academy members die, mm-hmm. you need <laughs> you need a popular category because they're giving crap to to things we to not only no will never see. see. Yeah. We'll never see. Yeah, some are absolutely great. They're wonderful. But the majority of them, that's why no one's watching, because we've never seen these BS movies. But, see, I disagree with you there, too, because I don't think the intention is to honor movies based on popularity either. It's possible that some of the best movies of each year are not blockbusters. In fact, that's frequently the case. But I think the movie should be judged on the quality of the film. And that's why a movie like a, an indie movie that you never saw could should still be nominated for Best Picture if it is. And Black Panther should be nominated for Best Picture if But it the is. thing is, is those movies always will be nominated. Mm-hmm. These movies never, never were and never actually had a place at the table. Well, Which is they, ridiculous. Yes. They need a place at the table. Right. They made another side table. It's like a children's yeah, table. Yeah, it is. That's table. exactly what it is. It's, uh, yeah. it's Thanksgiving adjacent, but <laughs> exactly we're getting there. Happened. We're getting there. I don't like it at all, but I do <laughs> like that they're trying to figure out a way to shorten shorten the show. That's for sure. Yeah. And I think Jimmy Kimmel should host every year, too. I think I'd like to throw that out there as well. Yeah, the next one, I believe, is on ABC as well. So why not? Mm -hmm. Well, the CW, you know how they love hot dudes and hot chicks. They have cast model actress Ruby Rose to play Kate Kane, Batwoman. She'll be introduced during the network's annual DC crossover event this winter. And a standalone series about the character is also in development. If you don't know the name Ruby Rose, that means you had never watched Orange is the New Black, Pitch Perfect, Return of Xander Cage. She seems John like the Wick, perfect choice Chapter for this. Two. She, it's like they were like, hmm, who would be Batwoman in real life? Ruby Rose. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if Batwoman is picked up to series, Ruby Rose, who's an openly gay woman, will star in the first TV series focusing on a gay superhero. So we all win, right? Sure. Now, um, Batgirl and Batwoman are the same person at different stages in their life? Because there have been an awful lot of Batgirls portrayed in movies and television. I haven't seen a lot of Batwomen. Yes. Right. I feel like you guys don't know either. Right. When a a Batgirl loves a Batboy. We don't uh, know either. Okay. So... Uh, what do we do? <laughs> move someone, on. Someone look it up in the other room. No, just move on. Does this help? No. Is this drawing attention to the fact it is. that we don't? It's know. way too complicated. Just move on. Yeah. It's way too complicated. Sure. Right? Right. Yeah. That's what it says on her Facebook, mm-hmm. Batwoman's. It's complicated. Hey there, Delilah. You guys, that's a song from a band called The Plain White Tees. Came out in about 2006. Mm-hmm. If you don't remember the song, here's a little bit. Hey there, Delilah, you be good and don't you miss me Two more years and you'll be done with school And I'll be making history like I do You know it's all because of you The 
This song tells a story about a girl. She's in New York. She's at school. He's a thousand miles away. But one day he's going to be earning money playing the guitar. You've just got two more years. We can make this work. Why am I bringing this up now? Why are you bringing this up? Because that song, Hey There Delilah, is being adapted into a television show. Why so soon? Why so soon, indeed. Sure, it took 12 years. But it's being described as a contemporary fairy tale expanding on the story within the song. Hmm. Right? I feel like they could have told this exact same story without ever bringing up Hey There Delilah and not had to pay them for it. Because it's really just a love story, right? like Felicity. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is. Right. (laughs) It's weird that they're uh, attaching so much to that song that people may not even like. Well, the show could be, could be good, but it doesn't have anything to do with the song. Really. I was not a but fan the of the concept song. comes from the guy that wrote the song, lead singer of the Plain White Tees, Tom mm-hmm. Higginson. So okay. it's it's him and a bunch of different writers. So I guess he really just wants to expand on the story. <laughs> I mean, he really did. I mean, did the guy ever pay bills with his guitar? Did she graduate? Did she get knocked up? And guess what? Now they're both destitute. Right? Would you watch that? Probably not. Maybe not. Beat it, kid. Beat it, kid. (laughs) We talked about this earlier, and I was very confused by it. And then Bean brought up a great point, and I'd like him to bring it up again. Drake has filed a trademark for God's Plan with plans to use the name for a TV game show and clothing merchandise. And I thought, why do we need to... Why do we need to trademark everything? Like, it, there's never going to be a game show of God's plan. And then Bean, with this brilliance. Well, um, first of all, I wonder if you could even trademark God's plan since it's been an expression that's been in popular use for so long. I guess you could okay, try. You're in the weeds. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, I don't, know, I don't know anything about this story at all. But I do remember the video for the Drake song, God's Plan, that mm-hmm. was so good that involved him going all over Florida and giving away money, giving away scholarships, yeah. buying groceries for people, things like that. And I thought maybe there's an idea of a show there where he helps out people who need it. And that might be a uh, kind of a feel-good game show that... That maybe could work. And I love that idea so much. So if that wasn't in Drake's grand scheme of things, Mm -hmm. it needs to be now. I would watch that show all damn day. But he makes the people build unicorn heads out of felt first in order to get the money. You've got to do some crafts or something. Yeah. That is a show called Making It, and it is a goddamn delight. That's what we meant. And it is... is wonderful. Mm-hmm. You should watch it. Yep. Tuesday nights, Love 10 it. p.m. on NBC. My you favorite. Know, if you want to check it out. Some birthdays for you. The Edge from you two. Scott Stapp from Creed. Robin Quivers. Howard Stern sidekick. Roger Federer. Drew Lachey from 98 Degrees. JC Chazé in sync. And Sean Mendez. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Riley. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We'll win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. One of our favorite comedians, Reese Darby, joins us in studio. Present. Love him so much. Uh, Dr. Drew on Thursdays as well. And we've got your passes for Bishop Briggs when she plays the HC Radio Sound Space tomorrow morning. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Hey, yo, yo, check this out, What's man. Up? We got to get serious. We got to do a radio version for this. Word, that means we got to take it all a cussing, right? All a cussing. Yellow boy kicking the beat. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.